This episode is sponsored by Harmony, a personal enrichment course for women. Work-life balance is unattainable, but you can achieve Harmony. Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching is excited to offer Harmony, a seven-week personal enrichment course to help women find their natural rhythm and master the multiple moving parts of their lives. Visit pathwayteam242.org for more information. Fairfully and wonderfully, I was made, created to have dominion. I am not afraid. There is no duplicate, no carbon copy of me. I am an original. I am free to be me. Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching. At Pathway, we believe life is a journey. Thus, our podcast provides a weekly pit stop for kingdom women to pause, reflect, and refuel. I am your host, Carol G, and I am super excited to share practical, kingdom-inspired strategies to help you know your worth, love yourself unconditionally, and unapologetically be your most authentic self. Here is this week's transformative message. May it inspire you to be the best you possible. Annie Laurie, Annie Laurie, welcome to the Living Loved and Free with Carol G podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me. Woohoo! Yay! So, Annie, what I want you to do is I'm not going to introduce you. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, share with the listening audience who you are just a little bit and how you know me. Hey, 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 Carol. Hey, everybody. Um, Carol, thank you so much for having me on your podcast um, with Carol G and Pathways. I'm excited to be here. So who is Annie? Annie, I think it's taken a long time to be able to say who is Annie, but Annie is from Nassau, New Providence, the Bahamas. Annie is many things. Annie is daughter, sister, friend. Annie is professional. Annie is definitely somebody who has had an amazing relationship with Carol. When did I meet Carol? I met you... 2007. 2007. That was 2007. But we met during Purpose Women Bible study group and uh, that was an amazing time that we had in building relationship and building friendship and building our intimacy with God and getting to know ourselves now I am 37 I pulled the book off my shelf again recently the book you gave me um during my 24th or 25th birthday and I was reflecting on that and I saw the date, saw the date in that book. And I was like, wow, from way back then. What was the name of the book, Annie? So the book was entitled Biblical Healing and Deliverance. Wow. And, yep. Yep. And you wrote me about three paragraphs. You gave me a whole prophetic word. And I was as lost and dumb as a, as a doornail. I just was like, what? <laughs> What is Carol talking about? So what you're saying um, is that within those three paragraphs that I wrote in 2008, it didn't make sense to you. It did not make sense to me because when I read the book, I mean, when I read the title of the book and I looked through the book, 
in my mind, I, and the notes that you left in my mind, I didn't think it was possible. I didn't fully grasp what that it that is would that be possible for you. Right. And or so that this is, so this is one year, this is us having been connected for one year. I wrote mm-hmm. you a, a long note as, as is my nature. If I've never given you a long <laughs> note, then we probably ain't friends. So no. <laughs> no because until she write an essay for you, she and your friend. Okay, go ahead, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you're getting this long. So you know me enough to know that, okay. But then you're like, eh, I don't know. Right? Love notes of your nature. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 2008, you get this, you're looking at this book and you're like, this don't even, I can't even connect with this message or the level of this book. Right. And it's funny because you've shared this. This is the second time I think you shared this with me and within the last two years and both times I didn't remember giving you the book and I have no idea what I wrote in the book to go. I I have no idea what the message is. Right. But you keep. (laughs) And so I I say that to say, you know, it's amazing how we have encounters with people and we don't always remember the good or the bad. No. Like this is fortunately, this is something good that you remember that I did. But there are sometimes yeah. things that there are sometimes negative things that people have done to us in the past mm-hmm. that we're still holding on to. And the person That's who right. did it doesn't remember. Right. That's right. And we yeah. assume, well, they have to remember because it was so meaningful whether it was a negative, yeah. meaningful or a positive, meaningful, because it was meaningful to us, we mm-hmm. assume that the person who did it, good or bad, would remember mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but they don't. And That's so right. in this instance, you probably have positive regard towards me because of this thing I did, however, many years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was positive. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, it makes me think about the things that we're carrying around, mm-hmm. feeling that people know what they did. And we're having like animosity and resentment towards people. And mm-hmm. then we're wondering why they are can brand new with us. Because we're like, no you remember what you did. Like you did this 20 years ago and you won't look up in my face like everything is cool. And the truth is that person probably does not even remember right that like that just popped in my head and it's like it's so amazing and this is why healing and the book was on healing and sitting here knowing what I know about the Annie of today the 2022 Annie obviously God was giving me glimpses back in 2008 of the 2022 Annie because then Annie if you think about it what has brought you to this level of desire to be a part of partnering with God in healing others hadn't even happened yet. Like the thing that you may connect, one of the pivotal moments in your life hadn't even happened yet in 2008. You got the book in 2008. It made no sense. In 2022, does it make sense now? Does it make more sense? It makes a whole lot of sense. 
bucket full of sense. And and there's so many reasons for that. And and you and I, we've been journeying over the years um, closely and then apart. It's still close, um, but it, it makes a whole lot of sense. I'll just kind of jump right in and say this piece. I was in service last week. We were in church service last week and my pastor said to me while I was somewhere squared laid out on the floor, um, <laughs> hashtag explain, um, she said to me, she said, Annie, everything that happened happened to you because you're called to be a deliverer. And it, it really, um, I pulled the book off the shelf again and I read your love note, your love essay to me again. And essentially, it was you prophesying to me um, and speaking even something you didn't understand, as you said it in the book. You said in the book, Annie, I pulled this book off the shelf and I thought I was buying it for me, but the Lord led me to buy it for you. And you just described in the book, and I can remember this because I refer to your notation when I feel confused, when I feel like, how in the world did I get here? And what wow. in the world am I doing? And I read your notation to encourage me. Um, to remind me that where I am today, God saw and God used you to speak to me, to speak something I didn't see for myself, um, maybe even something I didn't want for myself. But you said in the book, I bought this for me, but I realized this is for you. And, and you essentially prophesy each stage of what God was calling me into. And you prophesied how it would apply. <laughs> if, if, if your audience could see your face now. <laughs> You prophesied essentially, and you called me Timothy. That's what you called me. Wow. And so it was, it was, you described me as Timothy, and you said that God isn't just calling you to this book, but God is calling you to the world. Um, and so yeah. The world, <laughs> here she is. Get ready for Miss Annie Laurie. <laughs> yeah. And so it's um now. Today, I understand who I am um, so much more. And now I understand why our relationship and our friendship has lived as long as it's lived. And it has been sustained as long as it has been sustained because you have been a sister in Christ, but you've also been a mentor and somebody who's training me in the kingdom. Um, and that's what it is. That's that's really in a nutshell what it is. Um, and I didn't plan it. You didn't plan it. We were just being obedient to the Holy Spirit as he led us. We were like, okay, sure, sure. And even when we didn't feel like it, we were like, okay, let's see what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, Lord, but okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is like, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I just, I just wasn't. I didn't see this coming. I did not see that response coming. And the more you talk, the more I realize the power of God, the, mm -hmm. um, the intentionality of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He because, is. you know, earlier, like, I think yesterday when I was like, oh, I have my, my chat with Annie tomorrow. And <laughs> I was planning how I was going to come on here and be like, Annie, I just want to tell you in front of the world <laughs> that I really appreciate you because Aww. you are a friend that has not just supported in word, but you mm -hmm. have supported the work that I'm doing in action. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I've said this to you privately, you're the one person that has invested, whether mm-hmm. it was even the things that were free, it's still an mm-hmm. investment of your time. You are the yeah. one friend that has invested time and money in every program that I've offered through yeah. Pathway. And so that was, that was my plan to come and say, and, you know, and I was tempted to say like, you know, you just did that out of friendship to so support. And even as I was thinking it, I already heard your answer because you've said this to me before. Yeah. No, it's because I believe in what you're doing. Yes. Right. But even in yeah. you having said that to me, I believe in what you're doing. There was still a part of me that was you know, the imposter syndrome thing that keeps trying to show up in our lives. And so the imposter syndrome was still like, no, she just, she's just, she's just a good, she's just a nice friend. And yeah. not to say that friends that haven't supported the way you have aren't nice friends, because everybody has a different, a different thing that they bring to friendship, right? So there mm-hmm. are friends that support me in other ways, even if they haven't been physically in the programs that I've offered. So Mm -hmm. any friend that's listening that has never done a pathway program, don't take it as me saying you're not a good friend. That's just how God has moved in Annie and my friendship. However, the imposter in me was like, the the imposter trying to attack the real Carol, Mm -hmm. push back with, no, she's just being a good friend. But now Mm -hmm. to hear you say that you Mm -hmm. got this book, and I keep forgetting that I gave you this book, and (laughs) the message, and you keep coming to it, and then to hear you say that you go back to that message repeatedly, I thought you may have just come across it three times, right? But you're saying that you intentionally look for this message to encourage you, to remind you of okay, this is this, these are the steps that are part of the process that's taking me through mm-hmm. and to all that God has for me that this woman that I hardly knew back that's then right. spoke or wrote. And so then it's like, wow, I had an even bigger impact. And this is not me like bigging up myself. Cause like you said, nope. it wasn't even my plan. Like I didn't even think about like, oh, I'm just going to be like this very important, meaningful. I'm going to have this important, meaningful impact in Annie Laurie's life. Like, I have no, no idea. Right. No and idea. so to hear you, but to sit here and hear you say, it's just like, it's such an attack on the enemy that mm-hmm. fights me for my mm-hmm. purpose, that mm-hmm. fights me and tells me, Carol, sit down, Carol, shut up. Nobody, Carol, stop writing. Carol, stop showing up. Like that Mm -hmm. voice is always present Mm -hmm. and keeps wanting to tell me what you're doing does not matter. Mm -hmm. Well, we could cast that voice down today because I'm the evidence. I'm the evidence that when you were obedient to God before Pathway, when you were obedient and purpose women, you were planting seeds from then and And really, it was God preparing you and preparing all of us that were in your life then and even for who you were going to touch in the future. (laughs) I see you, Karen. I see you. Okay. You got me like little misty over here. I got you, Terry. Let me be the evidence on the podcast today as we celebrate your birthday month. And and you're going to, this is going to show up. This is going to show up. 
um, throughout the rest of the month um, as confirmation for you. I know it for sure. I know it because of the gift of God that's inside of me that's allowing me to say this. But let me be the evidence to stand against the imposter syndrome, the voice of the enemy. Let me be that voice, that proof to you today that when you planted that seed, because I can't get my numbers right. I don't <laughs> I can't remember how long ago it was because it was just that long ago. Um, when you gave me that book, when you gave me that book, Carol, it was clear that neither you nor I had a clue what it is that God was doing to bring us to this day. But when you gave me that book, it was a seed and it was a signal to the enemy because you know my journey. Because after I got that book and I finished what I was doing professionally and I was graduating, you knew the attack that came against my life. Um, but it was the hope that I needed because I journeyed with you afterwards. I was with you afterwards. You know, you kept me safe. You know, I stayed with you for a few weeks and you know, we went on that journey until I had to go further on to do what I needed to do for myself to be better. But that book was a seed of you being obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit in someone's life who was going to walk in the kingdom, who's going to serve a purpose in the kingdom, but hadn't yet manifest. And God trusted you with it and you gave it to me. And let that let today be proof that everything you do is going to manifest. You may not see it all. And you may not see it in everybody, but I stand here as proof to say, Carol, here is one out of many, you know, the camera isn't going to pick up everything that we, that we show each other now, but let me be the evidence out of many, um, that you not only saved a life, but you helped to preserve a purpose because I wanted to go the next week. When I was attacked, I was like, I can't use that word on the podcast. I was like, no. <laughs> No way. I was like, God, no way. This, no, you pick somebody else. No way. I was like this. You can't be serious, God. You cannot be serious. This is what I got to go through. But, you know, fast forward to the healing journey, fast forward to the inner work that I have done. I picked that book off the shelf and I am reminded of the word that my pastor gave me. Who didn't even, you know, because God gives us all gifts. And sometimes there are those that plant and then there are those that water. And um, and then God gives an increase. And my pastor has been watering me for the past few years in her ministry, but she's watering a seed of your obedience. Hmm. And she wow. can say that I'm a deliverer, but you were the one that says, here is the seed. This is what this is the call that God has placed in your life. And not only did you plant a seed, you outlined. The, where it was going to go. And so today it gives context for me understanding my purpose and my call so that when the world does see me, because you said it in the book, this is going to take me to places I can't spell. And that makes me nervous because I'm like, Jesus, what is this all about? And it's about the kingdom. It's about lives being saved. It's about people being healed. It's about people like a deliverer, people being set free from the bondage of the enemy. But that confirmation on Sunday caused me to pull the book off the shelf again and read it again. Because for me this week, we had a very active service on Sunday. But for me this week, and even like we share personally, you know, you would pick up on me and be like, Annie, you okay? Annie, what's going on with you? I can feel you. What's happening? You feel heavy. And really and truly, this week, 
sorry, Cass. This week I was heavy and I had to sit myself down and say to God, now, hold on. I said, something is going on. And I'm like, and some of this is not of you, Father, but I'm going to praise you. I'm going to use the weapons that you've taught me. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to lift you up. I said, and until you make it clear to me what it is, I will continue to use the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal. And so I, I, I'm reminded of that book so strongly since Sunday, because I realized that it's a work that needed planting, watering, and mentorship. And my commitment to you is not um, something that's been frivolous. Even when before we begin to connect with Pathway in a deeper way, I had a pastor in my church remind me and tell me that God was going to take me into leadership. But she said that God was going to do it in an unusual way. It wasn't going to be in a way that I would like, okay, somebody says, okay, you got to get into leadership and this is how we're going to prepare you. No, leadership came through Pathway. Leadership came through Easer Academy. Leadership came through um, the time that we committed in prayer together and understanding what it is and how it is God wanted me to lead. And if anybody that knows me, I don't like leading in the front. Leave me in the back seat. Leave me somewhere where you can't see me. Just leave me there. I will fight you for that because I don't like to be seen. But clearly, these past two years, particularly with COVID, we have been spending time addressing principles of leadership and principles of understanding who you are in Christ and that you must stand fully in that. And so let me just interject oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of leadership, I've heard from two persons that were <laughs> under your leadership recently and got very favorable reports. Wow. Of uh, Annie Laurie, the leader. So I just yes. want you to know yes. that your leadership is yes. very much appreciated. So please yes. do continue yeah. leading for the Lord and with, yeah. not even for the Lord, but with the Lord, leading yes. with the Lord in all yeah. the areas that He has given you authority to lead. That's right. That's right. Well, that's good. That's because I had a good teacher, you know. <laughs> I had a good teacher. <laughs> and yeah, Cal. So, you know, my commitment um, to you, to Pathway, it has to do destiny. Um, you know, our relationship was because of destiny. Our relationship continues because of it being a God-ordained relationship. Um, and then we've had the opportunity to build it, to build intimacy, to build authentic time together. Um, to get to know each other, um, you being able to coach me during our time during ESA has been instrumental because I don't think I would have been able to lead with not having to deal with things that prevent me from being the kind of leader I need to be. <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> Just say it like that. I have issues, but your wisdom, your gift, your I feel motivated to be accountable because a part of me knows you can't go unless you're accountable but you know walking with you it's it's scary sometimes can be like why are you late why are you not here you're supposed to show up at this time and so we're not going to talk about this again yes ma'am <laughs> so you are motivated me <laughs> you motivated me to be the best but I why are you talking all my business though <laughs> And you know, this is now the third 
chat that I've had in the community series. And what keeps coming out is I don't do regular, regular friendship. Like if you're looking for like someone to do patty cake with, that ain't me. That ain't my anointing. Yeah, like we, I, I just, I just, I can't, I'm not the surface person. I'm not the, you tell me that you trying to do something and I never ask you about it again. That's like, right. That's, that's friendship to me. Like that's yes. friendship. Like I care enough about my friends to be interested in their entire lives mm-hmm. and to call them up higher. Like that's right. what you doing with your life? Your one mm-hmm. life that God give you. Like what that's you right. doing? You ain't here to take up space. Like, no so hold, yeah. Right? <laughs> like I wholeheartedly believe. And yeah. I think there have been points in my life where I have felt bad about mm. being that type of friend, you know. And because I am that type of friend, and Annie, and I Annie has never told me this, but I had to figure this out on my own. Annie yeah. ain't gonna talk to me every week because it's is a lot. She got to come <laughs> So she That's needs true. like months in between conversations <laughs> with Carol because like she know it's going to be like. Eli. And so I think when I first started to see that Annie, I was kind of yeah. like, well, dang, like she got me like this, like hard taskmaster <laughs> that don't even sound like a friend. Like she only seen me <laughs> as her coach. And God was like, that's how I wired you though. He's like, you've been doing that with Annie and all your friends from before you ever had the title coach, before you got a degree. Because I had no degree in purpose women. I had no degree and I was still Carol. (laughs) This is who I am. Oh yeah. So my friends take me in doses because I'm a lot and I'm no longer ashamed of being a lot Mm -hmm. because it's just who I am. And a friend had to tell me, you know, whether it's in friendship or even in with clients, my clients don't need to see me every week for six months to six years because they could get what they need in one shot one session two sessions we done we good check me next year when you're ready for some more right and that's where I am now that's why I'm that's where I'm taking the business now it's like realizing I don't flow as a counselor I flow as a kingdom life coach so I give you what you need and then I may not see you ever again and that's okay or I may see you next year or like in Annie's case like we journeyed together 2007 to probably, I'm going to say like 2012-ish, right? But con- right. concentratedly, it was 2007 to 2009. And then we remained That's in right. contact. And then we kind of like lost contact. And I was like, okay, Annie is somewhere out there doing her thing. And we had a mutual friend that would say, oh yeah, Annie's good. And she probably would say, oh yeah, Carol's good. But we were not directly connecting. And then... We reconnected directly probably in 2018, 2019. No, 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 no. 2020. 2020. 2020 with wife yeah. yeah. And so, and now, you know, we, we, we went through a number of the programs together and now we're not, you're not in a program, but we're still connecting here and there. And that's so it. that's how it is. Like, that's how I am with friends. And that's how I am with clients. And it's okay. 
Like my friends, I'm, I'm, and this is one of the reasons I'm doing the community series, because this is me accepting finally that my friendships don't have to look like the friendships on living single or friends where they live together and do everything together. Like I really thought that I was at a deficit because I didn't have friendships like that. And God has been telling me, no, you're good. You have like really quality friendships. They just don't look like it looks on TV and nothing looks like how it looks on TV. Right. So, so far we've talked about how we met. Mm-hmm. You've made me cry. <laughs> God is good. Y'all <laughs> set me up. But anyway, and destiny and purpose and seeds yeah. and watering seeds and journeying together and leadership. I want to touch on okay. healing. So Annie, um, this has been a lot. This has been a much more emotional chat than I anticipated to God be the glory. Yes. (laughs) Earlier in the conversation, you talked about the book and the book was on healing. Mm -hmm. And I know that healing is one of your gifts. You Mm -hmm. mentioned that your pastor spoke a word that you are a deliverer. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? What does that, I want, I want you to answer from two angles. First, what does being a healer or a deliverer look like from your through your lens at this point in your journey? And then mm-hmm. the other side of it is what kind of support mm-hmm. do you need from your community, your friends, your church as a healer? Like mm-hmm. how how do you how do you invite the people in your circle to support you? Or how do you need us to support you? Carol, those are really good questions, especially that last one. But we can talk about why that one is a juicy one. Um, but what it looks like to be a healer and a deliverer and to have that call on your life, I'm still processing a lot of it. But much of what my journey has been, it has to do with healing. The Bible speaks about different gifts that God gives us. We, we talked about this in our journey with Ezer. And one of the things I've realized because of my life journey is that God has given me um, the gift of healing and the ability to heal on the level of people's emotions and their soul. And even being able to identify things that people are experiencing, even spiritually. And I think a lot of that, what that looks like for me now is because I am an intercessor, because God has raised me from a very young child in a life of prayer. For me, I have certain sensitivities and I'm able to perceive certain things about people. And he would lead me to speak to people, minister to people, minister meaning pray for them, minister meaning encourage them, Minister meaning sometimes identify, help them identify what is going on that they are not able to identify and even sometimes sing to them. So, <laughs> and, and, and we know this from our, from our prayer journey um, and our journaling journey together, you know, those 80 days, I did not, I was like, Jesus, you bringing out the whole song book, you know? <laughs> But for those 80 days, I think I almost, I think I sang almost every day, but I believe that it's, it's a part of his way in working in and through me 
and how to, to heal people. And so I believe that ministry in terms of healing has to do with identifying the pain that people have in their soul, in their spirits. And a lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are dealing with issues that stem from childhood, that stem from brokenness, that stem from trauma, that stem from a lot of things that they've not spoken of. My particular area- I want to pause you right there, Anna, because you said being sensitive to people's needs- Helping Mm -hmm. them identify what's going on and your gifting makes you sensitive to what's happening with other people. Yeah. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I didn't even think of it until you said it. Yeah. In the past four years or so, Mm -hmm. I have found I've always been an introvert. I've always been an introvert. I like to go out and party. I I mean, in my younger days, I partied more, but I would socialize and whatever. But the deeper I go with God and leaning into what he is calling me to do, Uh the more I find myself pulling away from people and using a worldly filter Initially, I thought I was being selfish, like, oh, you don't want to interact with people. But somewhere last year, it clicked to me. I cannot stand being, and this, I don't mean stand in a negative way, but I cannot stand being around too many people for too long because literally I feel their energy and it's yeah. heavy. Yes. So I go in churches and I feel the negative energy. I feel the pain, the fear, the worry, the anxiety in the food stores, driving on the streets. I feel the anger coming out of the cars, you know? And so it's heavy. Yeah. I I remember saying to someone last year and I was like, you know, for me to do the work that God is calling me to do, I have to protect myself. Yes. And a part of protecting myself and remaining sane. Sane is an important word. (laughs) <laughs> and a piece is I have to restrict where I go and how I move. That's right. You know, that's and because it's, it's heavy, right? Can you, I'm, I'm thinking based on what you said, like you can relate to that feeling, Very. the heaviness of the people. And sometimes like so many people are on autopilot. They just go in with the yeah. flow. They don't even know they're angry and sad and depressed. That's but people true. like us are picking up on the side and depressed and anger. So that's the other part. That's that's question. That's a part of the question you asked me in part two. <laughs> and that's the part that I constantly need community for. Because having the gift of healing, you're extremely compassionate. You're led by compassion. You're led by um, empathy. And you're extremely, because of the way God takes all of your experiences the way that God allows you to go through things and he brings you out of them, you're now sensitive and open to what other people are dealing with as well. The call for healing and deliverance is not an easy call. And it requires you, I love how you said it, you have to have very good boundaries. And when I say very good, I mean very good boundaries. And and that's one of the things that we learned from Easter Academy too. And it's something that I'm still learning because I have to remind myself who the healer is. The healer is not Annie. The healer is Jesus. But Jesus uses Annie in different ways to heal people. And so I have to remind myself, Annie, you may feel this, but you have to check in and say, Holy Spirit, are we going over there today? 
Am I minding my own business? And I'm praying for them while I stay on this food store line and stay focused, right? <laughs> you know, am I, are we doing that today? How we do, or if we're doing that today, how are we doing that? And I'm not doing that until you tell me how we doing that because I don't want to move outside of and in my strength. You, you can get yourself worn out very quickly and very easily. But to, to, to the point that you made, it's a part of the second question. I need my community really to remind me every day of who I am. I'm a daughter of the king and I live on this earth in a body with a soul and a spirit. That means there's some boundaries around this body, around this time, around my mind that I need to apply. And I need my community to remind me of that on a regular basis because Annie's habit is to go whole hog and forget, forget her mind, forget her body, forget the limitations that she needs to implement, you know, yeah, to implement, you know, to, to be able to carry on for the next day. So, Carol, so you know, when you say, when you call me at the blue, what you doing? Why are you doing it? Why are you not home yet from work? You know, <laughs> I feel like, Carol, and you'd be like, I don't want to go home. That work there, it will last another day. <laughs> and those boundaries are important. And having those type of people around me are important to reinforce the things that I've learned to remind me of my value, to remind me of my worth, to remind me that I am not just my gift. I am a gift. So who I am is beyond having a gift of healing and having a call. Who I am is a human being, a daughter of God, and with a purpose to extend in many different aspects. It's funny that you said, um, <laughs> as you were sharing it, when you said the C word, compassionate. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Annie is so compassionate. And I think for me, you just, you, you unlock something else in me, as you said that, yeah. because I wouldn't necessarily, I don't think I see myself as a healer, right? I don't see myself as a healer. And I, as you were talking, I, I realized that I don't see myself as a healer because I see healers as compassionate, merciful, kind, sweet people like you, right? <laughs> and that's just not me. I'm not like super merciful. Like I'm not, right? I'm a straight shooter. But yes. God, I heard Holy Spirit say, but you still heal. Like you're that's still right. healing people and right. healing is expressed in different ways. Mm -hmm. And then as you talk some more, I realized one of the beautiful aspects of you and I having a friendship yeah. is that we both have healing gifts. We both have prophetic That's gifts. Right. However, right. you're the soft side of it <laughs> and the rougher side of it. So we yes. work well to even, in, even we being a part of each other's community, because you help to soften me. Yeah. You help to, you help to help me tone down the edge. It's like Carol, yes. pull that sword out today. Put, put, put the sword. You know what? Use the next scalpel. Don't use that one. Because <laughs> that poison may get hurt today. So use the next knife, not that knife. <laughs> right? And then I'm thinking that I may cause you like, okay, honey, toughen up now. Like we, we need to leave. That's true. Here. And you need That's both. True. Like you, you need both. You cannot attack everything with yeah. rough and rugged or with yeah. soft and mild. It's a balance. Sometimes you got to turn over the tables. Yeah. And sometimes you got to just gently touch yeah. someone. 
That's you right. Know? That's so right. We're the best of both worlds. Yay. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, and that's it's, why we can't compare to like, no. oh, Lani's better or Carol's better. Like, no, we're both Not good. At we both have to be good at what we, you're good at being Annie, Lori, and I'm yeah. good at being Carol. And, and both yeah. of us are good in God's at- sight. Mm-hmm. Every joint supplies. The Bible says every joint supplies. And so not every joint is alike, but every joint is needed for the body. And and that's so important. That's super important. So yeah, yeah. Healing, healing, healing. The specific call I realized these days is to deal with trauma because of my own personal experience. God has called me to address trauma. And, and oftentimes I find myself addressing what the enemy is saying to people in their air. Because that's that's where the trap is. The trap is in believing what the enemy is, is saying. And so because of, you know, my training, my background, my personal experience, God has allowed me to be able to allow his oil of healing to come through by being to address people and say, hey, this is what you're hearing. This is what the issue is, but it's a lie. And so, you know, we tear that down and we deal with that. So, yeah. That's what it looks like in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. That yes. is so <laughs> awesome. Annie Laurie, this has been a great conversation. Now, yeah. the only one, the only, the last thing that I would ask you to touch on, because you mentioned like this healing work that you do. Mm-hmm. And I know at the beginning of Itza, there was a project that you right. were working on. And to the best of my knowledge, that particular project it's still not completed. I'm not coming for you in this. I believe, no. And, and let me tell you why. It's not even, yeah. you know, I'm not sparing you. I'm not like sparing no. your feelings. Not I'm not all. coming for you because God already told me it's on time. Yes. You oh, may wow. think that you are being slack or lazy. Yes. God is saying it's right on time. Well, I needed that today. <laughs> yeah. So, I needed to hear that today. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're 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 still on schedule. Don't worry about it. You're you're on yeah. schedule. Yeah. But I do know that you are actively involved in healing work. So yes. how mm-hmm. do you because someone may be listening to this and be like, Well, can I can I yeah. reach out to her? Like, can she tell me what's going on in my life? Can she help with some trauma that I'm like yes. do you do that? officially or is this just something that it it happens organically as you go through life is it limited to your church setting like what what's that looking like nowadays it it happens organically Uh, for now it's happening organically it's been building um it's been maturing it's the gift has always been there but it's been maturing more than anything else Thank you so much, Annie Laurie Monroe, for being here with me today on the podcast. This has been great. Thank you. I, that's that's all I have. Like, <laughs> I really appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your softness. Yeah. And I appreciate your prayers mm. and that you are a safe space to process life Hmm. and to journey through life. So I appreciate you very, very much. You're welcome, Carol. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is exciting. God is good. God is good. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching, where we equip kingdom women for loving relationships. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback, or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. The link to connect with us is in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your freedom coach. Until next time, remember that you are free to be the whole healed helpmate God created you to be. Thank you.